Hello, my fellow movie fans, and welcome to the new adventures of a Feast of Films theater with your hosts, Jesse Prosser and Ethan R. Hill. In Technicolor. All right, everyone, and we are walking. We are walking. We're good. Going this way, walking. Keep it moving, people. Watch the line. (laughs) We're walking and set it down. Steady, people. Okay. Oh, we have lost an engine. Uh, We're just going to... We got you. We do this all the time. We had an engine? Yeah, maybe. Why do we have an engine? I was just thinking, like, in an airplane type of thing. You're guiding them in. Airplanes don't walk, they roll. <laughs> you know what I meant. I don't know why I thought of airplanes, honestly. Because you have no taste. What, air travel is statistically the safest way to travel. Yes, If anything, it means I have impeccable taste. In nothing. Oh. It was very dramatic. Yes. You know what else is very dramatic? The films of Robert Eggers. <laughs> I'm too tired for this. <laughs> Hi, everybody. We've been gone for a little bit. Um, we're But we're back on a new episode of A Feast of Films. How are you doing, Ethan? I'm tired. Yes. <laughs> Oh, goodness. I was not expecting that kind of segue. (laughs) I mean, A, it gets the job done. Really sets it up for us early. Unless you have a better segue we could use. I got nothing. To pilot our way into this. What? What's the you on planes today? I don't know. (laughs) Do you miss planes? I I don't know. Do you miss flying? I do. I can make you fly. Can you? I don't think you're strong enough. Nor do I think you have the money to to send me flying, as it were. <laughs> I mean, with the way that the way that uh, the framing is right now, you would have gone right out. <laughs> but completely lost you. <laughs> oh god! There goes gravity. Oh. <laughs> I can't see. Is it because of our uh, our studio lights? No, it's because I don't have my glasses on. Oh, well, on. That, that could have something. <laughs> Fair enough. But no, um, we, we're, I figured, since, um, I guess it's a little off from the release of The Northman, but I think there is definitely enough to discuss in regards to, uh, the films of Robert Eggers. For the us three to, films of the Robert Eggers. The three films of Robert Eggers. There was this short film he did as well, which I haven't seen, because apparently it's hard to track down. Oh man, I haven't seen it either. That's us talking about the short film. Wow. <laughs> and moving on from there. I'm really sarcastic today. Apparently. Yeah. That's fine. It's going to be a spicy episode. A spicy episode? It's be a spicy episode. <laughs> no, that's a saucy episode. It can be spicy. It can be spicy. It can be spicy. There can be some spice in the sauce. A spicy meatball. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um. So, yeah. I mean, like, 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 what do you want to discuss with him about, uh, I mean, not with him, but about him, uh, and his films. I'm tired. I don't know why I'm so tired. Oh my god, I've, Ethan. I slept 
decently well. <laughs> I've had lots of nightmares lately. Oh my god. It's I, I I was supposed to have time off, but instead I took a job. That's true, you did. And uh I'm just I'm I'm good. You're good? I think so. Well then. But no, I just figured like cause his films are very like all three of them are very distinct, but there is a very clear style to them and there's like like a Robert Eggers film has a very particular feel. So I figured it was worth discussing them considering like personally I really enjoy all three of his films. I know you are partial to the lighthouse as am I. I feel like I'm not gonna even need to talk. I can just sit there and you can just tell me No, but like <laughs> No, it's like like specifically I think the lighthouse is like probably the one we'll have the most to discuss about, but but you enjoyed The Witch and the Northman as well. To a point, yeah. Um how do first off, how does his films feel? Do they feel squishy? Um, a little more solid. Well, there's Do they this. Feel sandy. There's this. Um, what texture would you describe the beach as? Um, I feel like the the vitch is a nice, uh, nice wood grain. I mean, yes, I would yes, say, and that. a little bit of fur. The, the the lighthouse is very moist. Yeah, lots of dampness. <laughs> um, like damp towels, some damp stone. Damp stone. <laughs> um, and and the Northman and is some slimy tentacly stuff. Yes, uh, the Northman is. Uh, like I don't know if this is a feeling, but pure rage. Yeah, magma. So magma. Fe- magma. <laughs> it's like some hot magma. <laughs> it's very. It's it's a very. Uh, like, oh, it's like it's like. Fire and steel is the, the feel of the Northman, because it's a fire and ice. Fire and uh, there's not a lot of ice in it. There's like at the beginning, and then there's not a whole lot after that. That was a reference. I know it's because <laughs> you you were Taking saying my fun out. Of course, well you were saying um, that if uh, they adapted Fire and Ice, Robert Eggers would be the perfect guy to do it. After seeing the Northman, yes, one hundred percent. Yes, it's weird fantasy. Men in loincloths type of stuff. Well, of course. That's that's basically that's what the, that's basically what Northman was. I have not. I still have yet to see Fire and Ice. I can show you. Isn't it? Is that did that come out in nineteen eighty two as well? Because I know there was a lot of like those like bum, 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 weird bum. animations that came out in nineteen eighty two. 1983. Oh, damn. A film by Ralph Bakshi. Yeah, that checks out. It is a very weird movie. Mm-hmm. But delightful. Huh. Well, there you go. But no, um... <laughs> you got sidetracked on the, the textures of the movies. Yes, um... um I think, I think, uh, different types of fur, uh, as well, like, like, uh... Like, yeah. Because, like, because... The main uh, character's name means Beowulf, so that checks out. Well, yeah, and that's different than like than, than Black Phillips fur. Yes, know. Black Phillips fur, which is different from Robert Pattinson's mustache. Yes, which is <laughs> different than uh, Willem Dafoe's beard. Different Willem Dafoe's beard. Both times. The the feathers on the seagull. Yes. Yes. Don't kill seagulls. Well, and like the I guess it's worth discussing like the 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 things that are consistent throughout all three of his movies is usually there is. Usually there is, like, a lead animal involved in the story, to one degree or another. Because, like, you have Black Phillip, then you have the seagull, and then there's the wolf that he encounters in, uh, when he's at the farm. So they usually all have, like, an animal. Did I sleep through that? I, I, I mean, it's possible. It was, 
It's not a super long movie. In all honesty, my my brain took the fox from Green Knight. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of it had a similar feel to it because like the the wolf did guide him, or was it a fox? Oh God, now I'm getting mixed up. But basically, there was a yeah. Look it up, please. Here I was having an expert discussion on the north. <laughs> but it basically was an animal that guided him to find the sword. In the stone? No, in the in the in the buried ship that he had to fight a zombie to get, or did he have to fight a zombie? Because that's the other thing in uh, his movies that is consistent throughout all three. What less... is real and what is not? Yeah, like a little less so in the witch. Like by the end, it's fairly it's fairly obvious within the narrative that like some fantasy stuff is happening. But especially in The Lighthouse and the Northman, there is this, there's this merger of mythology and reality that has this, like, it, it feels cohesive, but, like, it's one of those things where, like, you can't tell whether or not things are actually happening or if the lead character is just losing their mind. So I would have thought the ravens would have been more of the animals. Yeah, I mean, the ravens as well. Actually, I'm pretty sure there's a... Well, there's a crow in um, in The Witch as well. Is it a crow or a raven? A cruel. You sure? I think it's a raven. I can't remember. I don't see anything about a wolf. Well, there, like, there's definitely a wolf in the Northman. I mean, there's, like, the wolf that he wears. Well, yes, of course. <laughs> but there is one that I believe takes him to... Find the sword. Enters a mouth. Yeah, no, no mention of a wolf at all. Really? Just that he goes there. Did I imagine the wolf in the story? I think you might. I don't remember it at all. Dear viewer, please comment below if I'm making up the fact that a wolf takes him to the boat to find the, uh, to find the sword. Yes. But, um, but no, in, and that's, like, something that I think is unique about his films in particular, is, like, there is a very clear, or I guess there isn't a clear distinction between what is reality and what is fantasy within them. You know, like even within the context of the witch, until you get to close to the end, you don't know if like the family's just losing their minds and like seeing things or if there's actually like witchy stuff that's going on. And then it almost like manifests itself because of that. Very interesting. And then, of course, with uh but the Northmen, there's all the mythology stuff, like, there's the Valkyrie that, like, he perceives that a Valkyrie saves him, but in reality, it's, uh, it's, uh, Anya Taylor-Joy's character. So, no, I, I, like, I, I personally really like that stuff. It separates it from your usual fantasy type of story, you know, where it's And just... I feel there needs to be more commitment to the fantasy. <laughs> it needs to be more weird stuff. More... It was weird, but it wasn't, like... Oh, it was too pretty, weird. It was weird. It was pretty weird, especially like the when they were like dancing around and like 
they're doing like their berserker dance and like they're transforming into their animals. Yeah, but like again, you could actually take that and make it a fantastical element. Is all I'm saying. Which is fair, but like I think the kind of the the merger of the two, like showing the fantasy within reality is what makes it more unique. To me as far as how the story is presented. We don't really have a lot of fantasy movies these days, so really I don't think uni- uniqueness is really I guess a so. factor. Well, like, um, there's been, I mean, like, there really hasn't been a lot of fantasy movies. There's just been, like, movies with fantasy elements within them, like, within comic book movies. Because, like, Eternals, I would say, would fall under the fantasy category, but because it's MCU, it's got more, definitely more of, like, a science fiction feel to it. Mm-hmm. That's the same with the Harry Potter films. Like, when you think about fantasy films, even just fantasy one-offs or anything like that, What's the most recent fantasy film to come out? Um. That's a good question. That's my point. Well, because uh, I guess that's worth discussing. Like, because uh, like, obviously The Hobbits came out not too long ago. Yeah. And then again, like, does Harry Potter count as fantasy? Technically it does, but that is also grounded in a very real world. Yeah, but like. There is no question in Harry Potter that the magic is real. Yes. You know? When I guess that, like, that brings up, in my, my opinion, an even bigger discussion just about Sword and Shield movies in general and, like, fantasy movies in general. Yeah. Because I think that there's, to some degree or another, there is always the question about, is the magic real in it? King Arthur specifically, mm-hmm. the amount of um, interpretations that, like, that King, uh, King Arthur or... Actually, that's a weird one. Robin Hood technically would be like a sword and shield movie, but yeah. like is not fantastical at all. There's no f- except the Disney one where they're all animals. <laughs> but even then, <laughs> like even then, there's no magic. There's yeah. nothing magical, and like, oh, that's why I keep missing that up. I mean, sword and sorcery movies. Sword and sorcery, like, yes. Yeah, like were you, you were saying, sword and shield. shield. Yeah, yeah. But sword, sword and sor- sorcery movies. Yeah, sword and sorcery. I think they're also. Um, there's another like word that people use for them, where it's like sword and. Uh, <sighs> the Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons movies, which there actually was a Dungeons and Dragons movie. Not great. No, apparently they're doing a new one. I guess we'll see. We'll see. Um, the trouble with something like Dungeons and Dragons, though, is like there's no actual like specific lore. Like there's well, there, lore, but there's not. There is, but it's like the fun of Dungeons and Dragons is what do you do within your world with that lore, and yes. how does the, what the characters do affect it? And obviously, in a movie, like you'd almost want like a like a like Dungeons and Dragons definitely is something that would lend itself more to like. A choose your own adventure like video game or like an open world RPG than it would like. I'm actually surprised it's never been really translated into a successful video game. I feel like like there definitely has been, but like again, nothing like huge. Like uh like if Bethesda did a Dungeons and Dragons game, it could be pretty cool. Um, or even C D Project Red, something like that. But again, that's just that's that's it's it's its own thing, right? I guess you could technically say the the Vox Machina animated show is a Dungeons and Dragons show, but like that's again so much of its about own. About a specific campaign. Exactly. So and that's the thing. Like that that is a very specific story that is being followed. So But no, um I was trying to think like 
when when you get recent examples, because like I, like you mentioned, Green Knight. This like this is now gone to a completely different topic, and I'm more than fine with it. But like uh, the Green Knight is uh, like that would be that was for me the reason why that one was so disappointing is because I was hoping for like a rebirth of the sword and sorcery movies. Yeah, especially like high budget, like good quality ones. Mm-hmm. And like it was just too much art house and not enough that. Yeah, like which I feel like. As as art housey as the Northman is, I feel like it does strike a bit better balance than it the still Green does. Did. But there's still, to me, like what makes a good sword and sorcery film is one where you don't question whether or not the sorcery actually like was real. Like it's always part of it, you know. No, and that's fair. Well, I mean, like I feel like in the Green Knight, like it's kind of difficult because it it seems very clear that the Green Knight himself is real. But then how much of the other stuff is real and how much of it is Dev Patel tripping on mushrooms? That's the... Because, like, you, there's no there's no clear answer answer whether the giants are real that he encounters or, like, the the ghost lady or any of that stuff. So, yep. So it's kind of weird, but, like... And, and you would think with, like, it being set within, like, that King Arthur, like... Arthurian fantasy continuity, there would be more of a clear definition to it. I know some people really liked it just because it had that, like, kind of, like, acid-trippy type feel to it, but I can see what you mean as far as, like, it would be nice if there was more of a clear answer. No, and like, and that's that's just how I feel about a lot of those films in general. Like, yeah, even, like, Robert Eggers' films, like, again, it kind of... It, it, it could be pushed into more of it. Like, actually, in all honesty, the only one that, like, out of the three of them, the mm-hmm. lighthouse works the best is whether or not it's ambiguous because it is a story about madness. Yeah. And that fits into that, again, the Lovecraftian... <laughs> Lovecraftian horror. Yeah. But well, it is because it actually deals with it We deals finally with said it, <laughs> it deals with It deals with people falling into madness yeah and therefore you should be questioning what's real or not yes absolutely like willem defoe's whole speech about telling him how long he's actually been here mm-hmm. like that's great like that's brilliant stuff five five weeks two days help me to recollect <laughs> so good um, um with with the witch it's a really weird choice at the very end to make the witches actually be a thing as opposed to like that question of like is it a family descending into madness mm-hmm. and then it gives you the solid answer of like no there was a there were witches there cursing them the whole oh, time oh and by the way black philip is satan yeah and like <laughs> and that number one like that really that, that to me cheapened the experience a little bit and also um there's an interesting, uh, it's, it's, there's that three-part YouTube series, like, that In Praise of Shadows did. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, about witches and pop culture and stuff. Yeah. And he brings up a very valid point that, um, technically, especially in the age that we are of, what was it, 2019? No. When did it come out? It would have been 2020, I think, that video came out. No, I'm talking about the, the Oh, witch. the witch? 2017? Yes, I believe it was 2017 because The Lighthouse was 2019. 
I think. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It, from a modern from a modern perspective and what we know about the witch hunts and the witch trials that went on in mm-hmm. in America specifically. Yep. Having it actually turn out to be witches at the end kind of kind of makes it uh, a little harmful just oh. in the in the public perception of what Oh like I can agree with you to an extent, but also like you do, you definitely get the impression that like with just like because her family and specifically her dad was like the whole reason they got sent out is because he was more religiously extreme than everyone else in the damn town. So you do get the impression that like they were already an incredibly superstitious lot, and a lot of the stuff that ended up happening, you feel like probably would have ended up happening eventually to one degree or another, even if there weren't any witches. No, but and that's what I'm saying is you can leave it ambiguous as to whether or not you know that there is witches or not. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying is, is the ambigu- ambiguity could have been stronger, right? In that one, um, because that's the type of story that it was. Yeah, so that's where yeah, so that's one that gave a definitive answer to the fantasy, mm-hmm. and I feel like well, it could no. have been more ambiguous. The lighthouse had a really good balance of it. And then the Northman, I keep wanting to call it the Norseman. The Norseman. <laughs> uh, not wrong. No. It's not wrong. It's, it, yeah. Um, the Northman could have committed more to saying that the fantasy elements were actually happening. Mm-hmm. Well, again, like, they were they were definitely real to Amleth, I would say. Like, like, we're, like, they were real to the characters within the story, for sure. I'm saying, but, no, but I'm saying real in general. Like, if yeah. they actually were happening or if it was a hallucination right no i could because like specifically uh you seeing satan that one time is that a <laughs> what did that really happen or was it in your head could be it, it could have been yeah, i i don't know um, <laughs> could have been could have been illicit substances i'm just saying you probably... That's actually a prime example, Ethan. It's, it's, that's You're really, welcome. That's really good. Just calling me out like that on the internet. You, you brought you. Don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> Give them to me. Um... If doing drugs is uncool. <laughs> Hi, we at a feast of films do not endorse. Other people doing drugs. <laughs> if you're gonna hallucinate it, huff glue like the classic people did. I don't think anyone who huff glue hallucinated. Uh, Feaster Films does not endorse huffing glue. Um. <laughs> anyways, my point is, my point is, you clearly didn't actually see Satan, or did I? Maybe I opened up a portal, even. <laughs> Right out of the box. Right out. Of- <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Isn't that basically the like the end of Tenacious D? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, he's, he's just trying to challenge me to a rock off. <laughs> and you're like, I don't play metal. I can't win this. What, what do you want? You, you're asking the wrong guy. You might as well take me to hell. <laughs> um, but no. Um, then what would you say are like? What would you say then is a better example of the kind of high fantasy that you are 
that you're looking for, I guess, within, like, modern sense. I know you're saying there aren't a whole lot of examples, but there's got to be something. Like, well, again, because Lord of the Rings really kind of peaked that genre. Yeah. Um, Krull. I really enjoy Krull. Oh, yeah. Krull's not exactly new, though. No, that's not, I'm not, I didn't think you were saying new. I thought oh, you were saying in general. Because, like, one of, um, my, one of my favorite uh, fantasy films of all time is Conan the Barbarian. That's not new either. Yeah, so... You said new. We're, we're opening it up. Oh, apparently. Well, apparently, uh, according to this, Morbius is considered fantasy. Is the fantasy that Sony was going to make money in that second weekend? Yes. We're punching up, folks. It's fine. Um. <laughs> yeah, this, uh, the, uh, the list of fantasy movies on Google is not great. Well, because, and here's the thing. Because like, it's, like, got, like, Spider-Man and Star Wars and Sonic the Hedgehog. Well, because, like, does do... Oh, I guess Disney movies. That would count as fantasy. No yeah, one really thinks like about Moana, that, but... like Moana and all that. Yeah, but not even that. Like even like the live action remakes of Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin. Technically, that stuff is fantasy. Yeah. Like, could I guess here's the question though? Because like it, it's, I know the MCU's definitely gotten very homogenized as far as like the genre. Because like it's kind of just like Marvel is the genre, you know. Well, it's like, do you consider the Thor movies to be fantasy? No, not overly. Like, the closest one... They're like, more science fiction, even even the first and second one. Yeah, because even, like, when you get to the third one, it definitely, like, leans more into that, like... Space travel? Yeah, well, no, like, um... Like, where you get the different planets and, like, the, um... Like, more of the Asgard history stuff. Like, even then, it's still... There's that undercurrent of... They're still aliens, technically. So, like, within the context of the MCU, like, it's like, ah, we're just from a different uh, galaxy, but we have these technologies that are perceived as fantasy. But then by the time you get to Thor Ragnarok, it's like, oh yeah, no, we're gods. They're just straight up, they're gods. <laughs> so. So, because, yeah, even looking up fantasy and looking up, like, there's a list of, like, top ten fantasy movies, and, like, a lot of the stuff wouldn't be stuff i consider as fantasy well, 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 like sean the sheep sean the sheep mm-hmm. i mean does he talk yeah he's a talking sheep yeah that's a fantasy thing that's that's a stretch though when you talk about fantasy it's not high fantasy no but, but when you talk about fantasy do you really consider like every talking animal movie I mean, I guess it depends. Like, is Beverly Hills Chihuahua a, a fantasy movie? Do they talk to people? I think so, yes. Then it's a fantasy movie. Because <laughs> it's not reality. Unless these are some very smart dogs. Kung Fu Hustle, is that a fantasy movie? Kung Fu Hustle, yeah. I mean, Kung Fu Hustle is like live-action anime. <laughs> See, but then again, I feel, like that, I feel like that gets encompassed by more of another genre. Like, it, like, like, like How to Train Your Dragon, that's a fantasy movie. Yes. It, it specifically has those fantasy tropes. And they're really lumping in, like, horror movies as well. Well, like, because there are a lot of horror movies that do have fantasy elements. Like, like, Freddy, like, would you consider Freddy Krueger to be, like, that's kind of a fantasy concept at the end of the day. Like, especially, like, Dream Warriors has a very, like, 
kind of like fantasy adventure type feel to it where they're going after Freddy in their dreams and shit. They're counting Hugo as a fantasy movie. See, and I wouldn't see like that. It's a heightened, like it's definitely heightened reality for sure. Like, but it's not fantasy. It's not that's fantasy. Good. I think that's kind of what my point is, is it's not, there are things that are fantasy. They count light the lighthouse as fantasy. I mean, it, yeah. It, it, like again, they're, it's a folktale. Same with like the witch and uh, like the Northman is like a mythological tale. Uh, the Lego movie? That the the weird thing about the Lego movie though is it's like again it's Avatar. No, that's clearly science, science fiction. fiction. Yeah, like, and that's what I'm saying. There's a difference between. Like, but it's like then it's like we talk about well because there's no well because the thing is there's no fantasy elements to Avatar like because everything is explained with science, whereas with like again with Star Wars the Force whatever midichlorians whatever like it's it's very clearly like there was some space magic going on there you know like that's why that kind of falls under like kind of space opera fantasy type deal but avatar they explain how everything works in avatar there's no like there's no like weird happenings where you're like oh how did this how did the person come out of this thing it's like no like there's a very clear the one thing I will say about Avatar, they they very clearly explain how the world works of mm-hmm. uh, Pandorum. Pandora, Pandora, Pandora. Not Pandorum is the horror movie. Is. Um. It's a Wonderful Life. They're counting as a fantasy movie, and like I definitely wouldn't count that. Well, what do you mean? Well, like he, he, an angel comes down and ta- makes like time travels. Or with was him. it a dream? Or was it a dream? I don't know, man. Like the Inside we, we Out. Meet, They're counting Inside Out Ethan, as a fantasy movie. Ethan, we meet the angels before we meet Jimmy Stewart. Uh, George Bailey thing. George, uh, George Bailey. Merry, Merry Christmas. Um, They're counting Inside Out, which is definitely a weird... Uh, I, I wouldn't count that as fantasy either. I, I'd say that's science fiction, if anything. Yeah. Um, no, like... Yeah, no, no, It's a Wonderful Life is totally a fantasy movie. I would not say it's a fantasy movie. We meet the angels before we meet George Bailey. I don't We meet God, for God's sake. Is, is God a fantasy? Depends who you talk to. <laughs> All right, there's a debate for the ages in the comments. Um, <laughs> is God a fantasy? <laughs> the views of this podcast do not re- necessarily reflect our views. Um... <laughs> Anyway, my point is that like looking looking specifically at, to the internet for a definition of fantasy mm-hmm. is honestly not the place to go. Yeah, because there it's a very broad thing that anything that's a heightened reality or more than reality. Because well, is is uh, you consider like the Doctor Strange movies fantasy or like since be- those involve magic, I'd say yeah. Yeah, but like but they're like including Toy Story as fantasy. <laughs> Well, no, uh, Toy Story is clearly, clearly uh, the evolution of a science fiction universe. Yes, as has been discussed with the Pixar timeline. It no. go, it goes Toy Story nope. to Cars nope. to Wally. No, nope. everyone knows that. <laughs> Look it up. Um. Um. But when you think, okay, then so bringing it back, when mm-hmm. you think about fantasy, 
what criteria is there when you think about your favorite fantasy movies or just even properties? Well, because to me, like, oftentimes, like, because it's like we're talk if we're talking like high fantasy. I'm talking fantasy. Period. Like, what's define high fantasy versus regular fantasy? Well, regular fantasy, I like to me would be like high fantasy is like this is a completely different world than our own. Like the rules are different, that kind of thing. And then to me, like low fantasy, if you could call it that, just since we're categorizing things, would be that the fantastical elements are being brought into our world and there's like an undercurrent of the the fantasy element like i would say like the hellboy movies are like lower fantasy because it's like it's the world that exists underneath our world you know whereas if you look at something like conan the barbarian or lord of the rings that's like you're going into middle earth is not our world you know Debatable. Debatable. <laughs> yes, there's actually a lot of theories surrounding the history um, that basically Tolkien was writing a history for our world. Oh, like he was trying to build, like, British mythology or something yeah. like that? I mean, yeah, like, maybe, but also, like, I don't know, man, it, it seems pretty sus to me. What does that even mean? I'm just, like I I don't know I don't know if I'd go as far as to say like that could eventually turn into our world you know. No, that's the basic premise of it though. Like that's uh. Like uh, like Frodo is 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 British Jesus. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You don't even listen. You don't even listen, man. I am listening. I am. But it's like, uh, like to me, it's like the story takes place in a very clear, like other world than ours, and that to me is like what high fantasy, is. like like crawl is like that is high fantasy to me because like it's Zardoz, Zardoz, no because Zardoz, Zardoz is is clearly science fiction because it takes place in in the future of our world and like a lot of a lot of weird shit has happened. Is that why Planet of the Apes would be fiction science fiction not? fantasy yes because like uh planet of the apes would be fantasy until you get to the end of the movie it's like oh f it's earth <laughs> see but then i have a counter for you king arthur king arthur would be not fantasy at all then by your definition. well king arthur is real everyone knows that that's what michael bay taught me that's the weirdest thing about the Transformers movies is like, oh yeah, Kanoth is real and he fought Decepticons alongside the the, the, the the Dinobots. I mean, King Arthur being real is a pretty standard thing in most like fictional things or yep. most uh, movies or TV shows. Yeah, like the, to the point where like, it's almost like, like, because there are a lot of people who think like Robin Hood was real too, like like these characters that like almost Sir Robin of Luxley because they get talked about enough and like there's enough adaptations of their story and like it almost gets it almost gets like merged into the history of the world to a certain extent because I guarantee you there are people who probably like just by osmosis are probably like oh yeah like King Arthur knights of the round table those guys clearly were real 
Apparently, Robin Hood was created by anonymous balladeers. Anonymous balladeers? So people would go around singing about uh, King Arthur. And people were just like, oh man, uh, King Arthur, uh, Robin Hood, and being <laughs> like, oh, cool. I guess that guy's real. <laughs> yeah. So it's like... Uh... Like the fantasy infiltrating reality, so to speak. So that's kind of an interesting idea there, too. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think that necessarily... I don't think having it based in the real world really negates the, the... fantasy of it, you know? Fair enough. No, I can, I can agree with that. But it's like... But I guess I did, at the end of the day, that doesn't really answer your question. <laughs> like, as far as, like... Because what was your original question? <sighs> it's it's the idea of like movies that i consider to be fantasy yeah like when you think about fantasy movies like like what criteria falls into just a fantasy movie period like what criterias make it what you would consider a fantasy because bringing up hellboy i would never consider that a fantasy movie that's a superhero movie with some fantasy elements to it I guess so, like, but, like, how much of that is because it's based on a comic book? Like, the medium of the story. Like, Hellboy clearly is, like, based a lot in fantasy. Just with all the different, like, creatures and all that. You could say that about any superhero, though. I guess so. Like, well, no, because, like, uh, Superman falls way more into, uh, like, science fiction. Yeah. Obviously. Um, like, the only heroes I can really think that, like... Dr. Fate? Yeah. Etragon the demon? Yes. Etragon. That's what I'm saying. Like, like at the end of the day, those are still core superhero characters. Well, because, again, like, comic book universes are kind of like a weird mishmash of, like, horror, fantasy, and science fiction concepts kind of, like, merging into one melting pot. So, yeah. it's kind of gets hazy there. But, like... Well, and that's kind of what I'm saying with Hellboy. Is like, I would consider him to be a superhero mm -hmm. over being a fantasy creature. Yeah. But it's like, um, like, pretty much, I guess, like, by that... Like, Universal Monster movies. Yeah. They're clearly fantastical creatures, but they're horror before they are fantasy. Yeah, but, like, um, like, they're creatures that, like, well, specifically for vampires and werewolves, they are creatures that have their start in folklore, and, like, therefore are more fantastical. Yes, but then their stories themselves are based around horror and the horror that comes from that. Yeah, because, like, Dog Soldiers is not a fantasy movie. But it by is... your definition right now, it is. Yeah, but, like, it is more of an action movie first than it is a fantasy. So, like, I, I, can, I can agree with that, too. And that's kind of, that's what I'm saying. Like, what exactly criteria is a fantasy? Because it can't just be creatures, because then pretty much every movie is a fantasy at some point or another. Yeah. That's getting into like that. That's like some hardcore semantics, though. But like, is um, it semantics? Well, because like, um, because Conan the Barbarian is clearly like maybe it's like the inclusion of magic. Maybe that's the um, maybe that's the defining factor. How much like magic and like fate and all that is unraveled into the story that makes it more fantasy. I think you hit the nail on the head a while ago, though. It's like what can be explained and what can't be explained. Yeah. Like, the, the happenstances that do explain 
Mm-hmm. But again, I think there's a specific tone that is a fantasy movie yeah. tone as opposed to being a sci-fi or a horror or an action. Yeah. And fantasy is, like, because fantasy can be its own genre. Yeah. But oft- um, oftentimes I would say fantasy also kind of falls into the adventure movie category as well. Well, and that's usually the thing. A lot of fantasies involve quests. Yeah. We're off to, we're go- we have to seek the Holy Grail or... I I need to uh I need to uh find the, I need to kill the wizard that killed my mother <laughs> like um mm-hmm. things like that yeah so that definitely kind of falls into that category well, I guess I said the Harry Potter by that definition too I said Harry Potter at the very beginning yep. I think that's like and that's the newest version of fantasy but even if you think about it it's still pretty non fantastical fantasy yeah well because of that. It is very, like, based in the real world to that degree, you know? Because, like, they, like, when they're not Hogwarts, they, like, they're in the real, like, Harry's in the real world. Hermione goes back to her regular parents, that kind of thing. So, but I think that also makes it relatable Mm -hmm. to an extent because it's like, oh, these people are just living their regular lives. And like, oh... We get to go to the cool school place now. Cool school. Cool school. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, um, I know it's not very good, but like, um, Aragon as well is another one that's like very clearly a fantasy. It's not a good movie by any means, but. Well, a lot of these are based off books, right? Yeah. Um, but that's why I think going back to it, like my original thought was just about sword and sorcery films. Yeah, and like that would encompass Lord of the Rings, The Northman, mm-hmm. um, Conan the Green Knight, Crawl, Crawl. <laughs> um, but there's de- Sam by Zardoz. Sorry. Excalibur. Excalibur, yes, very much so. Like, most, like, King Arthur stories I see, but technically, Monty Python and the Holy Grail would fall under that as well, even though it's more of a parody, but... My name is Tim. Tim? Greetings, Tim. (laughs) Welcome to Castle Anthrax. Castle Anthrax. (laughs) Couldn't think of a name. Um... Yeah. Um, but yeah, like for sword and sword and sorcery, though, I guess like why do you think it's kind of gone away, so to speak? Like, cause it never really, it never really took off. You would assume like after something like Lord of the Rings, like there'd be like a lot of people trying to make movies. I think that, budgetary is a huge thing. Yeah, because, uh, again, you have to, like, you got to build everything, you know? And it's really, specifically with, um... Specifically when it comes to sword and sorcery stuff, when it comes to that thing, those kind of things, they can look cheap really easily. Yes. Oh, uh, freaking Willow. Willow, that's another one. Mm-hmm. We're just coming back. Yes, yes, it is. Uh, Dragonheart. 
Forgot about Dragonheart. Yes, Dragonheart. I love Dragonheart. Would you would you consider Highlander a sword and sorcery movie? Yes. Even though like it does like it takes place in modern day primarily, but like it it has its roots in like history, you know? Yeah. Well, like so the other weird one too. And this is where it starts kind of crossing over, though. Mm-hmm. There's sword and sorcery, and then there's sword and sandal films. Yes, which you would hundred percent you would consider some of those, like Clash of the Titans, to be that's a fantasy. Yeah, that's a. I would say that's a sword and shield, like sword and sandal, right? Or sword. Like, or would you that one, that, would that be... one is sword and sorcery for sure. Like but Clash then Spartacus the is so, sword and sandal. And that's... I guess it's like, are they, are they wearing shoes or are they, do they have wands? That's the question. Shoes like, or wands. Because, well, I okay, guess, so then uh, Jason and the Argonauts. That's, uh, that's sword and sorcery. Okay. Um, Ten Commandments? Sword and sorcery. <laughs> Let my people, people go. go. Dude makes a snake, man. I mean, come on. Uh, Army of Darkness. Yeah, technically speaking, Army of Darkness would be a sword and sorcery movie. It's just like, but it's like the subversion of the sword and sorcery movie, because it's like, what if you had that, like, quest, like the quest to ancient uh, medieval movie, but then you drop, like, the 80s action douchebag into it, <laughs> and that's what you get with Army of Darkness. Um, Looking at this... um just a list uh lord of the rings isn't on here which is kind of weird but uh like we've talked about it to death before where lord of the rings is just kind of on its own yeah in the same year in the same way that star wars is yeah like it's so much oh different. lady hawk is another one i gotta show you yeah i haven't that's one i do need to watch legend yep legend well legend i would say is more like just a straight up fantasy yeah but i'd say sword and sorcery as well yeah um, it looks like the 80s were kind of the big, that was, the 80s is really when Sword and Sorcery was around. Yeah, well, because again, that was, that was like, the 80s was just kind of like the, the, the upswing in genre filmmaking for the most part, whether it was like science fiction, fantasy, or horror, like. Heavy metal. Absolutely. Like the movie Heavy Metal. Well, Heavy Metal, again, that's. That's a trip. Yes, it is. <laughs> But that one, I would say, like, is, like, a mix of fantasy and science fiction. Because that's, that, like, that that was the whole thing with those comic books. Kind of, like, merger of the two. Um, is Deathstalker the one we need to watch at some point? Deathstalker? The Deathstalker movies I've are not particularly great, but... but... Is that the ones we need to watch, though, because they're not particularly great? I mean, yeah, I'm down. I'm down to watch Deathstalker. And then it was The Sword and the Sorcerer was the other one? Or? Yeah, the one that... Like, recently got a 4K from Shout Factory or something like that. Just this random Good. movie. Freaking Wizards. That's a weird one. Wizards? It's a Ralph Bakshi Oh, film. right, yeah, that's the one you were telling me about. Um, There's a lot of really weird Ralph Bakshi movies. Yep. Um, well, well uh, I actually just rewatched uh, The Last Unicorn. How was that? It brought up, It's weird, right? It, it's an incredibly weird movie, but, it, like, man, rewatching it now, I'm like... Why was I allowed to watch this movie? It is incredibly, like... Like, it talks about, like, super, like, adult, like, stuff. Like... I don't call up your parents and be like, Mom? Dad? What why? The, what the hell? Of Flight of Dragons? That one I've never seen. 
I think you would like Flight of Dragons, but like Flight of Dragons is weird because like it's like this like it's like this fantasy movie, but like a lot of stuff get like the the way they explain how dragons work in that universe, I think is really interesting because they they have very clear like rules as to how like how they fly and how they breathe fire and how those two things are connected and like it yeah, no, like that one is very interesting. But like the main character is like a science nerd that like gets sucked into the fantasy world and then he is turned into a dragon. It's very weird. Um Rain of Fire. Mm. <laughs> I Cause like no, right? But it's, also it's, it's not But also dragons and they don't explain they're just like, no, dragons have always existed. Oh yeah, they took out the dinosaurs. Like did they? I guess the asteroid didn't do a whole lot. Um Yeah, it's like like it, it yeah. But like there's a but like again, feudalism kinda comes back and like they, they literally are living in a castle. But like it's very clearly not fantasy at all because like they got the dudes who like have helicopters and like they take out dragons by jumping out like doing yeah the, the americans yeah the americans the only thing worse than dragons um yeah like i don't i don't know about rain of fire i don't know how i would but there is a question rain of fire like wow we have to kill the 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 what the was it the alpha or whatever like the of the big bad to kill off the dragons or something like that. There's something I don't remember. I haven't seen it's it. It's been so a while since I've watched Rain of Fire. Underrated. Not a great movie, but underrated. I would say it's a pretty good movie. It's it's one of those ones where it's like I think we've discussed it before, where it's like it's a movie that like is almost like is almost great, but it doesn't quite reach it. It's like Highlander, like well, okay, so that's a, that's a that's a question too. When you think about fantasy movies, mm-hmm. and you think about sword and sorcery, you think about that stuff. Mm-hmm. What are the greats? Like what? Like Lord of the Rings, clearly. Mm-hmm. Even then, like because I'd be like, oh well, Narnia. Well, the first Narnia, sure, but after that, they kind of petered off. Yeah. Um. Um. Well, again, like excluding Lord of the Rings, but like. I would like I would say I would say as far as like influence and all that I would say Conan is one of the great fi- like fantasy films. Even then I wouldn't consider it like looking back at it I wouldn't consider it a great movie. Conan is a great movie. <laughs> it's it's it is fantastic. If you had um, to show someone the definitive fantasy movie like what would well, it be? Well it'd be Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I know like excluding Lord of the Rings but it's like if we couldn't choose Lord of the Rings... If you had to show someone a digestible movie that isn't three hours long... <laughs> um, like, I love Lord of the Rings, and I love marathoning them. But if you... I mean, you could just show them the theatrical cut. <laughs> you could just show them... The... There's only one cut. Right, I forgot. The only way to watch Lord of the Rings is to commit ten hours of 12. your life. Twelve hours of your life to watching it. Yep. Yep. Um, but no, uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Honestly, yeah, that's actually, yeah, that's, that's really, a, it's a great gateway. It's kind of everyone's movie. gateway. Like, yeah, everyone watched it when they were teenagers. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, 300. 
Do you consider... Free? No, 300 is not... No. That's the thing. It's based off a true event, but the comic book is so over the top that it's like it becomes fantasy. But it's not... It's based on a real thing that happened, but it's so over the top. So, like, is it sword and sandal or is it sword and sorcery? But I would say it falls more into sword and sandal at the end of the day because, like, it is... It's over the top, but it's based in on a, on reality. Heightened reality. Would you consider Scorpion King? So, Scorpion King, yes, absolutely, is a sword and sorcery. The dude literally becomes a scorpion man in The Mummy 2. That's The Mummy 2. Yes. Oh, The, uh, the Mummy. Is that... No, that, that transitions into horror movies. Oh, fair enough. But The Scorpion King, yeah, those would be... The weird, the weird, like, because eventually didn't, didn't, like, the WWE start producing those? Oh, yeah, no, and they, like, they're up to, like... Like, at one point, Randy Couture was the Scorpion King. And then, like, yeah, like, there's, like, five Scorpion King movies now or something like that. Yeah, I've lost count. Yep. I stopped, I stopped caring, frankly. The Last Witch Hunter. <laughs> Spine of Night? Spine of Night, that's that, um, that's that animated one that I was trying to watch, and, like, I appreciated its style, but I just couldn't get hooked into it like I was hoping I would. But it's very much got that, like, kind of, like, animated Lord of the Rings type of, like, almost rotoscope, but not really type feel to it. They need to get their big meaty claws into you. Yes. Um... But it didn't quite it didn't quite catch me like I thought it was going to. At the end of the day. I mean that is fair. Yes. Fair. Um, the Princess Bride. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm actually shocked yeah. that we hadn't brought the Princess Bride to the That's inconceivable. You keep saying that word. But it doesn't mean what you the wait. I don't think it means what, what you, do you think, think it means. means. Yep. The Dread Pirate Roberts. And then Nigo Montoya. You still gotta get, um... Was it Princess... Buttercup. Princess Buttercup and... Andre the Giant. Fezzik. Fezzik? Fezzik. I couldn't remember his name. I just know he's Andre the well, Giant. These were the only two that they had. Well, shit, man. Now kiss. <laughs> just stabbed him. <laughs> I mean, it's on brand for the movie. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, King Kong, is he fantasy, or is he, uh... Well, no, King Kong... Is he science fiction? He's a, he's a monster. He's a big monster. Yeah, well, you were saying earlier that, uh... Science, uh... Hmm. That, 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 uh... All monsters are... No, not all monsters. Like, you said Freddy Krueger. A dream... A dream... Uh, a guy who kills you in your dreams is a fantasy. Ah, but a dream thing. is a wish your heart makes... <laughs> true i think that's true um it's in a disney song and disney understands fantasy better than everybody i guess that's we're dummies we're dummies what's the biggest fantasy movie for introducing someone to fantasy i don't know any, any disney movie really we're dumb dumbs well because we were thinking about live action right like we were specifically thinking live action they've movies. done live action like uh, a willow go willow go willow go, go willows <laughs> 
Oh, Willows. <laughs> yes. Um, Crap, there was one I was actually just thinking Beauty about. and the Beast. Well, they have Sorcerer's Apprentice. Sorcerer's, the Sorcerer's Apprentice. They have like an old... Nicholas Cage. Um, Black Cauldron. Black Cauldron. Dark Crystal. That's not Disney. Well, no, but it's... it's came, ar- came around the same time. Not Disney. That's Jim Henson. Jim Henson. Yeah. It's like saying Still, Labyrinth. I was just running out fantasy movies, man. Labyrinth. Oh, fuck. How have we not talked about Labyrinth at all? But that's a weird movie. That movie will also traumatize you when you were a kid. Well, same with Never Ending Story, but... Yep. Never Ending Story. I had such strong hands <laughs> meant for holding, and I couldn't hold on to my friends with my strong hands. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How... Big, strong hands. I bet you did. I know it's the rock biter. <laughs> Big strong hands. Superman. Well, that's clearly a uh... science fiction. Yes, Iron Giant. A science fantasy. But yeah, I know a lot of it though. Dis- the Disney movies like Cinderella, Snow White. <laughs> I'm so dumb. I'm like, I'm like, no, you're like, you're like Cinderella. I'm like, how is Cinderella a fantasy? (laughs) What is fantastical about fairy godmother? Maybe. Yeah. And the, the, his, her friggin' mice and bird friends. Oh, that's anthropomorphic animals. That just happens. Oh yes, of course. I forgot about the fairy godmother. (laughs) I'm so tired. Yep. Sleeping Beauty? Yeah. Sleeping Beauty. Snow White. Um, I keep questioning every time you say something. I'm like, no, how? And it's like literally Her- staring me in the face. Hercules. It's more of a mythological piece. Oh. <laughs> Which is true. Um, I think, but then Clash of the Titans doesn't count. I mean, Clash of the Titans is not based on a specific myth. It's just kind of one they made up. It's based off of a couple of different ones. Perseus and... Yep. Um... I think we can all agree the greatest fantasy movie, though. Ghost? <laughs> Why Ghost? You've never seen it. I've never seen it. Listen. I'm going to have a breakdown. <laughs> Listen, I think I think a lot of people have fantasies about Patrick Swayze, okay? People, there are plenty of people who probably fantasize about being haunted by Patrick Swayze. <laughs> oh no, Ghost Swayze's in my house. Oh, I better go to the pottery room. It's the only way to fight him off. Oh no. Oh, I'm making pots with Ghost Swayze. Oh, here come his hands. <laughs> his big, strong oh, hands. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's... <laughs> um. Well, we, we all know the truest fantasy movie slash series ever. Yes. Yeah, supernatural. No. Oh. I don't know if I want to tell you. I think I want you to try and guess it. What, the series? Yeah, it's well, it's, it's a movie series, but... A movie series... 
true fantasy. Yeah, it's like the fantasy series that everyone should have seen. That's not Lord of the Rings. It's not Lord of the Rings. Um, you can ask me questions to figure out what it is, too. If you can guess it before him, I mean, we won't be able to tell it because this is pre-recorded. But... Okay, well, what's the... Well, give me a hint. No, I gave you a hint. It's fantasy and it's a series of movies. It's not Star Wars. Nope. You can ask questions, too. Um, it's a game now. That's the kind of this is the kind of show we've evolved into. It's a game show. Ghostbusters. So that's science fiction. No, it's not. Yes, they, it is. No, they create science to fight the ghosts. It's science fiction. No, it's just it's what they a, don't fight it with magic. Yeah, but they, that's not. It's not. No, the, it's, it's a bunch not of, Ghostbusters. No, it's a bunch of nerds. That it's not are Ghostbusters. Like, oh, we can capture ghosts. It's Stranger Things fantasy. Well, no, clearly not. <laughs> But that's kind of, it's clearly based in, like, metaphysics and, like, the upside down and, like, anti-reality and yes, all that stuff. clearly. Clearly metaphysics. Jesse Prosser, <laughs> the expert Listen, on metaphysics, has confirmed. Actually. Um, yeah, let me borrow them. Yeah, let me put these on again. Yeah. Ruin my eyes. <laughs> actually. Oh, God. I hope you learned a valuable oh, lesson. Oh, my eyes. <laughs> but no, the answer is not Ghostbusters. Continue guessing. Is it Halo? No, it's not Halo. <laughs> It's a science fiction series. The Witcher? No. Um, you can ask me questions about the series as well. Well, the okay, well, You can ask me for hints. It, does it take place in a, its own reality? Yes. Is it a like a historical type of thing? No. But it takes it's like modern reality. No. But it's its own world. Yes. Um. Narnia. No. Narnia. Is it Narnia or Nanya? Does it depend on the accent? I mean Narnia because we're Canadian. Narnia. Narnia is... Narnia. Not yeah, it's because they have accents. Don't believe these children. Oh, Harry Potter. No. Oh. <laughs> um, it's not Harry Potter. It's not Harry Potter. How many installments are there? Is this going to be a cheap thing where you say the Bible? No. It's just... Are you going to say Passion of the Christ? No. Oh. Um, uh, there are four. There's four of them. Um, lethal Weapon. Nope. Oh. <laughs> it's not Scream either. It's not Scream. Well, scream is completely real. Um, scream? Scream? Um, four of them. Fantasy. The, it's not the Avengers. No. <laughs> I don't know. Thor's there. Um, I really hope some people have guessed this before you already. Yeah, put down in the comments and I'll I'll track the uh, viewership. We'll see if people guessed properly. If they make it this far. If they make it this far. People are like, oh, time to sit down and listen to them discuss high-art cinema. And then it's just devolved into schlock once again. That's kind of our shtick. That is our shtick. It's what we do. Yeah. Um... Uh, have I seen these movies? Yes. Recently? Yeah. Like, how, okay, how recent are they? Did these come out in the 90s? No. Came out in 2000s? Yes. So recent. Like, 2000, like the, the odds or the tens? The what? People call the, the, the 2000 to 2009 the odds. The aughts. Aughts. The aughts. Oh, whatever. You know O-U-G-H-T. What, you know what I meant. Or A-U-G-H-T. Okay, well, what is it? Yeah, and that. 
And both. It, I think a little bit of both. <laughs> it's a film series that came out throughout. In, Indiana Jones? No. Oh, there's four of them. They're kind of fantasy. Yeah, you jerk. Um, Mad Max. No. <laughs> it's a movie that everybody should see. Uh, four of them. Four of them fantasy. This is gonna drive me crazy. It's driving me absolutely batty. Um, protagonist. What do you mean protagonist? Like who's the who's the protagonist? I'm not gonna tell you who the protagonist oh, is. Oh God. Um, that's like no. That's like, <laughs> hey, uh, I'm trying to guess a movie. Who is the main character? Do you own these movies? Yes. Oh well. You just know that's cheating. <laughs> uh, no, I won't look. Do I own these movies? Yes. Oh, man. I think. I think you do. Creep Show? No. There's <laughs> only two, three of those. Um, plus a TV show. <laughs> I mean, if you really want, I can mention the fact that there have been spinoffs of this as well. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. The Exorcist. Nope. Oh. There's four of them. Um Godzilla? No. Um Yes, there are only four Godzilla movies. Well no, the the new ones there are. When did those start? Two thousand fourteen. I don't know. Listen. He's not even paying attention to the questions he asked. Yes, I do. He's like, give me hints. And I'm like, here uh, you go. And he's like, I'm ignoring those is hints. It, is it Silence of the Lambs? No. There's four of them. <laughs> Ethan of the Lambs start screaming. They gotta start real quick now. <laughs> I don't know. Like, uh, who, who who's the lead actor? No, I'm not telling you oh that either. Oh my god, That's... what can I... What, 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 are you more action-y? There's some action in is it. Is there water? Is there water? Yes, the, the, they traverse rivers and lakes. Um, There's water in the third one. In the third one? Yeah, they travel, travel water in the third one. Oh, they travel water in the third one. Yes. Fantasy. Yes. Is it animated? Yes. I'm surprised that wasn't one of your first questions. Well, I don't know. Uh, a, I was about to be a smart ass and say Conan, but I know it's not the right answer. It's not Conan. It's not Conan. There are four of those, though. No, there aren't. Yeah, there are. Well, I guess technically if you count Red Sonya, there's four of them. It's a hunt. Red Sonya is completely counted in there. It's, it's, it's a non-canon that, that Arnold is playing Conan in that movie. <laughs> it's non-canon for Conan? It's not. It's non-Conan. <laughs> Canon, the confusion. Um, some more horror animated. Nope. The rescue, uh, the, the rescuers. No. Rescuers down under. No, what? Those are set in the real world. Oh, fantasy. Um. <laughs> yes, and it's set in its own world. Is it Disney? No. Uh, is it Warner Brothers? No. Paramount. No. Well, you got to give me something here. What studio produced them? I'm not telling you. Oh my produced. god! 
Dear viewer, if we don't get a question of the day, it's Ethan's fault. Um, it's right in his face, too. Like, it's it's very obvious. You agree, right? You said it wasn't Star Wars. Oh, it's not Star Wars. It's not Back to the Future. No! It's not American Werewolf in London. <laughs> How is it right in my face? Because you should know. You should know. Out of anybody I know, you should know. I'm going to feel really stupid. You're going to feel really... <laughs> uh, who directed? Uh, Andrew Adamson. Who? Exactly. <laughs> um, are they based on books? Yes. It's not Narnia. Nope. Uh, it's not... But, fun fact, he directed the first Narnia. This is this is killing me, folks. Who wrote the books? That I don't know. Oh, I can find out. It's not. It's not. It's no, not. I'm not gonna find out because you'll have to peek at my screen, it's you not cheater. Monty Python. No. But a member of Monty Python was in the third movie. What the hell? Oh, and Shrek. Yeah. Is it Shrek? And a member of Monty Python was in the second and third movie. What the hell? I don't know why I didn't think of Shrek. Why didn't think oh, so Shrek, there's like, been all yeah, it's like, got spinoffs and like like several spinoffs. Oh my god, the fuck! Why didn't I even think of Shrek? I have no idea, I, man. Maybe I don't. Maybe because Shrek is is life. Shrek so is just, love. Yes, Shrek is love. So I just assume that Shrek is. Uh, well, as someone who likes to get Shreked, I thought you would really be I, on that. Like I, I, I'm, I and you, you did just watch the first one. I like, haven't gotten Shrek since college. Too. No, you and Trent watched the first Shrek like a while ago, like, well, like about a month ago. No, I didn't watch the first Shrek a while ago. Yeah, it came home. You guys were watching Shrek. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think I was watching Shrek. I watched Shrek recently, but I don't think I watched it in the last couple months. Um, Wait, how long is recently for you? Also, it explains why I couldn't, like, remember the third one at all, because I watched it once in theaters, and I gave up. That's not and changing. I, you changed the subject. I never watched the third one, so. What is, what is frequently for you? I don't know. Like, within the last year? Yeah, you guys watched within the last year. I don't know. It was in this house. We haven't lived here for a year yet. I don't know. I don't remember. It probably happened out. But anyways, yeah, you're not wrong. Shrek is the ultimate fantasy sh series that I, people should watch. I, excluding Lord of the Rings. Yes. Is it, is it, because, well, Shrek. Shrek is the most accessible fantasy I series. Feel I feel like think. you get more out of Shrek if you've watched, like, those, like, the, like, those Disney animated movies that's, like, kind of riffing off of, though. No, I don't think so. Especially the first two. I don't know, man. They they play off of a lot of the that stuff. Like having a prior knowledge of a lot of like fantasy tropes, definitely. Fully having a knowledge of fantasy tropes, but at the same time, in general, a lot of the jokes it would aren't be, fantasy based. Those things like you, you'd have to find somebody who had never watched a Disney movie before and sit them down to watch Shrek and see how they reacted. But the thing is, it's not about Disney movies in general. It's also like it's just having a basic knowledge of certain fantasy or storytellers. Like, like, like specifically, like what, what references are you thinking? Um, well, it's like just a lot of the characters. Like, like what? Well, I guess there the, there's also a lot of like Grimm's fairy tale type characters. That's what too. I mean. Like at the end of the day. I guess so. Oh, yeah. Brothers Grimm. Why haven't we? Brothers Grimm. The movie. Well, yeah, that's not, that's not bad. That's a, it's a great movie. It's so good. Yeah, it's a uh, Terry Gilliam, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Another Monty Python. Also, uh, would you consider Pirates of the Caribbean to be fantasy? 
Absolutely, yes. Right? Well, yeah. Especially that first one. Well, the th- the first one, then, like, again, like... It when, just gets weirder. It gets so weird. I still haven't seen the fifth one. Me neither. I need to rewatch the fourth one. No, exactly. The f- fourth one, I think, is... I enjoyed it. Yeah, like, it's not bad. Ian McShane is Blackbeard. Ian McShane Blackbeard. Perfect casting. It's fantastic. Um, but my point is, with Shrek, it, it's something that you don't need that prior knowledge, really. Right. Because as a kid, I didn't necessarily pick up on a lot of those jokes. I didn't necessarily go like, oh, that's a reference here, that's a reference there. They're right. their own characters based on their own reality. Mm-hmm. And a lot of their jokes, like, like, do you know the Muffin Man? The it's Muffin funny Man? because... The Muffin Man! Yes, I know the Muffin Man. Who lives on Drury Lane? Well, she's married to the Muffin Man! The Muffin Man! The Muffin Man! She's married to the Muffin Man. <laughs> My lord, we found it. Well, what are you waiting for? Bring it in! <laughs> <laughs> Magic mirror. Don't tell them anything. <laughs> no, not the cutthroat ones. <laughs> that was the best debate we've ever actually had. Actually, that's the question of the day. That's the question uh, of the day. Gingy's, uh, Gingy's, uh, gumdrop buttons. What are they in relation to human anatomy? Like, is that a question for them, or are we discussing? Because we've already discussed this off-camera. Off-camera, yes, but not on-camera. And I don't know if we ever reached a resolution, so it's I've... a bit of both. Like, uh, like, are they his nipples? Or... That's, my theory is that it's his nipples. I, I don't know, man. Like, uh, like I took it as, like, his, his belly button. Like, he's got an Audi. <laughs> Does it go vroom? <laughs> no, that's an Audi. This is an Audi. <laughs> Uh, it's Narnia, Narnia. It's Leviosa, not, not Leviosa. Leviosa. Oh, oh. <laughs> or as Al Pacino would say, Leviosa. Leviosa. We gonna. We gonna. I remember the, when Al Pacino was a Quidditch coach. <laughs> we gonna. We're gonna take the field. One snitch at a time. <laughs> oh, there's a snitch? The snitch. Well, we gotta catch him. Ah, uh, we gotta catch that snitch. We'll teach him a lesson. We're gonna teach him over there. We're gonna take him over there. We're gonna beat him with a quaffle. <laughs> <laughs> Harry. Harry, come here. <laughs> you tell me if there was a snitch on the team, Harry. <laughs> Professor, we're supposed to catch the snitch. Ah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Do I catch a snitch? Is it Weasley? <laughs> Is it Weasley? He looks pretty Weasley to me. <laughs> Is that rat bastard of his? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, Vada Cadabra. Oh, no. You... You keep telling me there's a guy who should not be named. I don't trust someone who won't give me all the information. <laughs> Harry. Harry. What's his name? What's his name? I knew it was you, Harry. <laughs> oh, God. Now, see, that that's that's how you jazz up those Fantastic Beasts movies. I want to see Al Introduce Pacino. Introduce Al Pacino. As a, as a, as a, a Quidditch coach. <laughs> I need this to happen. That or you bring back Burgess Meredith. Honestly, I would, uh, from the dead? <laughs> yes. Oh my god. <laughs> He's a wrecking machine. So anyway, back to Gingy's anatomy. Yes, um, 
Because uh, I, I I don't know. Like to me, it makes sense to just be like. I think you originally said that you thought they were his bowels or something. Like he was gonna be disemboweling him. Yeah, basically. And like like, I don't think so. Like I think I think it's his nipples. Yeah. I stand by. I think. Well, it's... I think after we had discussed it, it's like because the when the big one loses, when, yeah, his when the, drop he button, just gets angry, he doesn't he like doesn't, die. He doesn't die. He gets really mad, and if your nipples got burned off, you'd be pretty <laughs> mad too. That's true, right? Yeah, no, like it, it's definitely the nipples, but like, uh, which is really messed up when you think about it. The, the nipples are like, <laughs> no, that Lord Farquaad is gonna. I mean, to be fair, he just broke off his leg and yeah, crumpled it. You but... can't catch me. I'm, I'm the gingerbread man. You're also, a monster. <laughs> also, John Lithgow. Yes. Such an unsuspecting performance. Absolutely delightful. So great. Um, who was uh, who was the fairy godmother in second one? I don't actually know. Is it Glenn Close? No, it was Glenn Farr. Glenn. Glenn, wherever there you are. are. <laughs> oh boy that's Glen near Glen far wherever you are is Titanic a fantasy movie hmm? no well how else do you explain why she let him go I mean we all have fantasies of drowning Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> Jennifer Saunders. Feast of Films does not want to drown Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> just um, Jesse Prosser. Just Jesse. <laughs> um, and then you got Antonio Banderas as Puss in Boots. Yes, of course. Cameron Diaz. Fiona. We can just go through the whole cast if you want. <laughs> no, but I just want to know who plays the fairy godmother. I said Jennifer Saunders. Jennifer Saunders. Well, who's, uh, who's Prince Charming? Rupert Everett. Rupert Everett? Yes. Who was also in the Narnia movies as the fox. Really? Yeah. Oh. With James McAvoy. Yes. As a shirtless Mr. Tumnus. Yes. He's got to be shirtless, man. Why, why Why? does he have to be wearing a, wearing a shirt, you know? I guess so. Does he have a scarf? Yes. Famously? Famously. Oh. Shouldn't, shouldn't his scarf turn to stone as well when he does? It did. But didn't she? Didn't he give her the scarf? No, he gave her a handkerchief. Oh, I thought it was... I'm remembering those movies wrong. Very much so. Um, let's... I'm not, because I memorized those books and movies and everything. I had a problem growing up, and that problem was Narnia. <laughs> I love that series. It's a good series. Not bad. I'm slowly beginning to like for uh, beginning to forget like the obscure ones like uh, Last Battle. Yep. Um, so obscure. And Horse and His Boy. Those are like the two that like mm. have been escaping my memory. Isn't Horse? Aren't those like the first and the last ones chronologically? Oh no! Chronologically, the, the, the Silver Chair is the first one. No, chronologically. <laughs> oh God! Magician's nephew. Yes. Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Okay. Horse and His Boy. Prince mm. Caspian. Voyage of the Dawn Treader, Silver Chair, and then The Last Battle. However, they were written in the order of Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, Prince Caspian, Voyage of the Dawn Treader, Silver Chair, then Horse and His Boy, Magician's Nephew, Last Battle. Hmm. Okay. I, I would not have known that, so. Yes. Yep. But yes, we as uh, so so Lord Lord Farquaad was torturing 
Gingy's nipples is what we're trying to get at here. That's that's the <laughs> the resolution of the question. Well, again, of the day. like like your leg's been broken, but then someone decides to cut off your nipple. I mean, like, like that's 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 just adding insult to injury. All really. right, I'll tell you. <laughs> um, do you have a question of the day? Because um, <laughs> I feel like we need a better one than uh, I, I mean, Gigi's I, nipples. I don't remember. Um, um, trying to think. I would love to do an in-depth like discussion and talk on Shrek, like the series. Like sit down and watch. Coming them soon all. to a feast of. <laughs> We did Alien. Next, let's do the next best yeah, thing. Yeah, Shrek. We'll do Shrek next. The the intricacies of the the filmmaking of Shrek. Only if you dress up as Shrek. I don't have to paint myself green, do I? Completely green. No, I'll Head dress. I'll 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 get a Shrek esque costume, but I will not paint myself green. Well, you're just not committing. For if, the think if, about the kids. If this video think of the kids. If this video gets a thousand uh, views, I will I will paint myself green, and we will discuss Shrek. I feel like you should set it more uh, reasonable. Goal. No, a thousand. I feel like a hundred. If it gets a thousand views we split within it. a month. Five hundred? No. <laughs> I will say 750 views. If we get 750. 250. No, 750 views. 250. In a month. In a month, I will dress up and paint myself green. To discuss Shrek. 250. No, 750. That 500. is ironclad. 500, final mm -hmm. offer. No, 700. 500. You 700, take it or leave 450, it. 450, take it or leave then it. Then I'm not doing it. Then I'm not doing it either. Okay, you weren't doing anything. You would have, yeah, if we... If That's we, the thing, you never, you never offered for okay, me to but do anything. I'll, okay, I'll do it if you, uh... If you, if you... No, but that's easy for you. If you dress up like Donkey... Like, you buy a donkey costume and wear it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but this thing, you would do it. That's not embarrassing for you. I don't see what's embarrassing about being a beloved character. <laughs> really, like... I just, I don't, I don't know. There's a lot of effort to paint myself green. No, really, we fill the bathtub full of paint and just dip you in. I'm not doing... Do you want to ruin our bathtub? I'll clean it. Okay, if, oh, sure you will, okay. Um... But yeah, no, I'm trying to think of another question of the day here. I like that you're acting like I wouldn't be the one painting you either. <laughs> Lead-based paint. Lead-based? I'd be green forever. Because <laughs> you'd be dead. Yes. I would do like just... <laughs> he died how he lived. <laughs> like Shrek? Like <laughs> Looking like Shrek. <laughs> Getting Shreked. <laughs> oh, your skin is peeling. I guess you are like an onion. <laughs> um... Um, if you could take, oh no. If we could take, oh no. Um, ping, ping. Oh no. Ching. If you could have one object from a fantasy movie. Like, like, a, like, it doesn't have to be a weapon or anything like that. But if you could have one magical object from a fantasy movie, what would you take? Poison apple to end my suffering. Oh, God. <laughs> what the hell, man? <laughs> um, hmm. Because I know what I would choose. It's kind of a cop-out, but... What would you choose? Mary Poppins' bag. Is that a really a fantasy? It 100%. Mary Poppins is a Science fantasy. Science fiction. 
No, she's not the doctor. She's <laughs> could be. She could be. But no, I have a Mary Poppins bag. You just like can you imagine how easy moving would be. You just toss everything in the bag as long as it as long as it. Oh yeah, but at that point I could say I'll take a Merlin's wand. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's the same. Yeah, but principle. Merlin's wand causes more trouble than it's worth. No, it doesn't. It gets them out of so many fixes. Um. Oh wait, no. I'm thinking of the I'm thinking of the magician's apprentice where Mickey screws everything up with the wand. He doesn't even have a wand. It's just no. It's, it's the hat. Is it the hat? Magical hat. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's the hat. Yeah. I was thinking of the the cookie crisp wand from uh, from Community. Which is a reference I don't even get because the cookie crisp mascot wasn't even a wizard when I was a kid. It was, it was a, a burglar. burglar. <laughs> um. That, that's the weird choice, though, because you just want storage. Like, that's... Listen, I got a lot of stuff. It's like, oh, time to move my movie collection. Just... <laughs> what about, um... Can I have a specific room? A room? Yeah. It's not an object. It kind of is. Well, what, well, what is it? And I'll well, say... The room of requirement from Harry Potter. No! It's no, the same that's, answer that's as a, you in the bag. A, that's a cop Also, Hermione's bag does exactly what uh, Mary Poppins' bag does. Okay, then who's that? I'm just saying, you could, like, it's, it's, it's not really a... I mean, actually, one of them Harry Potter ones would be kind of useful. Well, like, but, like, not really, if you're a muggle. Well, I guess. We've talked about this. Well, you, no. If you're a best, you're a squib. I see. Um, I didn't make that decision. That was a that was a panel of judges. How dare you? Um, yeah, it was... It but, was, like, what... It was very hurtful. For um, what purpose are we talking about having this object? Like, is it just collectability? I, are you saying no. from a fantasy universe or fantasy movie? Same thing. We're discussing movies. We're discussing movies from a fantasy movie. Yes, but is it a prop? No, like it's we're getting the a prop? actual we're getting magical actual object. Um, Clearly, I'm talking about the magical object because I'm like, because if I got Mary Poppins' bag, I try to put a lamp in it, it's going to burst. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> <laughs> she pulls a lamp out of it at one point. I haven't seen Mary Poppins in so long. What the hell, man? Um, I don't need a nanny anymore. That's fair. <laughs> Wait, that has, nothing, <laughs> that has nothing to do with anything. That's why I haven't seen Mary Poppins in so long. Harry Poppins. Harry Poppins. Mary Poppins. I'm just trying to think, man. I'm just trying to think. Because um, you don't want the one ring, because, well, just you're terrible. Well, I mean, not really. Like, the most it would do in our world is turn us invisible. Because there's no Sauron. Exactly. Yeah, it's just the object. But, yeah, no. The one ring would actually be kind of... Yeah, invisibility. No. If I want that, I can just have... The, the cloak the, of invisibility. Without the trauma, yeah. Yes. Um, and you don't end up going to a weird, like, shadow realm. Exactly. <laughs> because I want the Millennium Puzzle. That's what I... <laughs> That's kind of it's, it's time to What's wrong with him, speech impediment? It's time to Um Gosh, this is a tough question. Right? This is because I had an easy answer. I'm just trying to think of what fantasy objects are actually like worthwhile having. Um That's what I'm saying. Like, you have Mary Poppins' bag. Like, like I don't really need a sword from Lord of the Rings because, like, if they glow blue, I mean, like, uh, like, 
then I panic because there's orcs aren't supposed to be real. <laughs> exactly. Mm. Um, it's only when you're around. Yes. Um. Um. <laughs> Some aggressive drinking. Yes. Like, is there any fancy food you'd like to eat, or? No, because there's not really. Hmm. Hmm. Well, because you don't you don't necessarily get the powers associated with whatever item you get. Well, no, it's just like it's the powers of whatever the item is. Well, yeah, but a wand is dependent on what the wizard is. Exactly, which is why I chose Mary Poppins' bag because it's just it's just a magic bag. The item itself is magic. Wouldn't want her umbrella because I'd probably die. <laughs> you be Mary Poppins, y'all. Yeah, and then I would fall to my death. Well, not with that attitude. Her grip strength must be just off the charts. Probably. She's a supernatural being. We've discussed this. And it's like, you could be like, oh, well, I'd have Mjolnir, but it's like, uh, what if I'm not worthy? Useless. Just a paperweight. Well, I don't really need... There's not really a cause for me to own a weapon. No, exactly. Like, because everybody would be like, oh, I'd have a... Like, realistically speaking, like, the, the bag is the only worthwhile thing you can have. Yeah. No, I'd like one of those tents from Harry Potter. Oh, what about, uh... What about, um... The tents? Yeah, like, they're big oh, on the inside. Oh, shit! Yeah, no, that'd be great. Right? Yep. Um, what about, uh, the cloak from Doctor Strange? Again... I, I guess it's a sentient being, but... Again, I would probably die. But he, he catch you. Not if he's been damaged. Mmm. Fat lot of good that did the ancient one. I guess so. <laughs> well, shit. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, there's not really a lot of magical stuff that I'd really want. What about, uh, what is it, the, the magic carriage? The magic mirror. I'll take the magic mirror. The magic mirror? Yeah. But which version of the magic mirror? I'll take from Shrek. From Shrek? He seems like he has a better personality. That's true. He's not as scary as the Snow White one. Yes. He's got like a talk show host personality. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. like, I could just and, be friends with him. Yeah, you're gonna treat him a lot better. Yeah, he can tell it's me, oh no. It's essentially the, um, essentially the same kind of personality he has in Wolf Among Us. I was gonna say, I was like, oh, what about the magic mirror from uh, Beauty and the Beast? But that's basically FaceTime, so like, yes. don't need that anymore. Nope. Show me mom and dad. I really I hope that there's a show mod me the for, best show me the best sales on Amazon can I can I get that as like a mod for Siri where it's like say show me so and so when it FaceTimes them <laughs> is that a thing internet please tell me I am technologically illiterate below if it's a thing. show me the beast and it calls you <laughs> Ethan why are you calling me I'm sitting right next to you. Stop phoning me. Doesn't make any sense. I'm a decent man. So is that your answer? The magic mirror? I don't know. <laughs> like, I feel like it should be. I'm gonna amplify that. <laughs> like, it's between that or the genie's lamp from Aladdin. 
Oh, shit, I hadn't considered that. Because, like, I, I have wishes then. And also Robin Williams. You... I guess, yeah. Because like, it's of, specifically the genie's lamp. Specifically, from... you want the animated well, lamp, yes. Yeah, I mean, like, honestly, I w- I'd, I'd take or, Will Smith as well, or, like, or either. Dan Castellaneta. Yeah, 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 I mean, any of those guys, that's But fine. no, if you have the Dan Castellaneta version, that's after he's freed and you've done grand wishes. Exactly, so... But, you'd, but you'd just be your friend. Yeah, it's true. A friend like him, yes. A friend like you. Oh my. Yeah, I think I think the magic lamp is the answer. Yeah, it's I mean shit, man. I want yeah, I'm good. Too bad, no, you can't have it. You got Mary Poppins stupid bag. <laughs> stupid bag. It's empty until you put stuff in it. Yeah, you literally could wish for that bag. I, I know, I, I can like I can't believe I didn't think of the fing genie. My first wish is I wish that uh I wish that I had Jesse Prosser's wish and that <laughs> what? Actually, that's a question. Do you think you could wish for, like, the next person who, or... Ah, no, I don't think so. Because, no, again, like, it's me... You can't... I, it's like, can, the, can I wish for more wishes? Well, and, like, the stupid thing for me, this is just how I how I am. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, the third wish is to wish the genie free. Yes, of course. Like, yeah, so like, that goes without saying. Really, you only have two wishes. Yeah, if you're not an asshole. But then you get a genie as a friend for the rest of your life. Yes. So, really... Unless the genie's just... Unless... Well, specifically, it's yeah. It's, it's the it's genie, genie. Pro- yeah. It's that genie. Yeah, because other other genies, obviously, you wouldn't want to wish Jafar free, because that'd just be bad news. Exactly, as we saw in Return of Jafar. Um, which I'm call it. Yeah, I think that the uh, that about wraps it up. I got bamboozled out of the the better fantasy object. Can never go wrong with a lamp. And yeah, it's true. I I still think that uh, having uh, the Mary Poppins bag is still pretty solid. I can wish for a million of those bags. You you could. And I could sell them and make a profit. It's true, but why not just wish for the money you would have made selling those? Because I can also wish for the money. I can wish for more money. <laughs> I can have money, and then I can still be making a profit with these you, bags. You put you take the money and put it in one of those bags. Exactly. But then, what if you get them mixed up? Then you just have a bunch of bags, and one of them's got your money. But I can still sell those bags for more money. Yeah, well, what if one of them's got your money? I, I can still sell the other bags for more also, money. Also, do you think people are actually going to realistically buy a bag just because you say it can fit infinite objects? Well, no, you got to show them. Yeah, in person? Yeah. Okay, fine, yeah. It's like a door-to-door salesman. The best part about You're it, You're going to go door-to-door. The best part about You're it, though, go... all you need to do is carry one bag because all the other bags are inside that bag. <laughs> This is a flawless business plan here. <laughs> See, it's the best. <laughs> so, which one? Wish for in? Wish for a million? Uh, I could a wish million for a million bombless bags. I could wish for an infinite amount of bombless bags. Why would you want an infinite amount of bombless bags? Because then I can keep selling these bags. Yeah, but you're gonna eventually run out of people to sell them to, and then you've got too many bags. Like, are you getting all of them? No. But they're all stored in the one bag. Yeah, but is the genie going to specify that? Like, where are these bags coming from? I'll work out the semantics with them. I don't then. think you can ask her an infinite amount of something, though. Yeah, you can. Can you? There's that one joke where it's, uh, the wish is to uh, pull out the exact amount of change, that the exact amount of money you need from your wallet in any given situation. Mm-hmm. And then I think the other wish was like, a bird with long legs, and it was an ostrich, as opposed to a woman. 
Yes. Because it's an old joke. It certainly is. Alright. Just like me. Uh, in close... Poison apple? Poison apple? Poison apple. I can wish for a million poison apples. Yay. <laughs> I wish for a cannon to shoot them at people. Why don't I just make that one wish? Oh. Wait, what? Can I have an apple that shoots poison apples? Or an apple... <laughs> <laughs> an apple that shoots poison cannons? Womp, womp, womp. Can I have a cannon that shoots Watch out, apples? I've got an apple. <laughs> Doctors will not go near me. Stop shooting apples at me. It's a law, sir. That guy keeps keep shooting apples out of that apple at me. Anywho. Yes, uh, in closing, uh, Robert Eggers is a great filmmaker. Um, <laughs> and we got sidetracked, but uh, I blame I blame uh, you, you. how good of a filmmaker he is. It's true. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I know. That was a, that was a, that was a light, delightful discussion. That was a doozy. It was a doozy. I don't remember half of it. I'm yep. so tired. It's fine. It's okay, buddy. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Oh no. Um, but thank you for joining us once again for another delightful episode of A Feast of Films. Ethan, where can the people find you? In my bed, <laughs> asleep. Womp womp. You can find me on Instagram at Ethan R. Hill. You can find me on YouTube at Ethan R. Hill. And you can find mine and Jesse's uh, feature film, Damn Rights, at realhouse.org. You can buy it, rent it, stream it, or download it. Mr. Prosser, where can they find you? You can find me at that J Prosser on Instagram. And you can find me under my name, Jesse Prosser, on YouTube. I got some short films on there. Or inside one of his bags of uh, bottomless goodness. Yeah, it's true. Like, I, I could put a whole apartment in there. Just, you could. Just stay inside the bag. Can you actually, get out? Actually, isn't that like, didn't Newt Scamander? You, yeah, he has his apartment in a bag. No, it's not an apartment. It's like a zoo. It's a zoo? Yeah. Inside of the bag. See? Like, there's multiple utilities for it. Anyways, have a good night, everybody. Have a good day. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Ridiculous. You gonna make it? No. Oh.